messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I'm sorry for what I did to your face. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Hez. Hey, Veeves. Hey. I like that commercial. That's from a uh, Kit Kat Halloween-themed commercial. That's yeah, a lot now. of candy. A lot, lot of candy. A lot of candy commercials right these now. days. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking it's about. Candy Christmas. We are talking about Candy Christmas commercials, <laughs> a.k.a. Halloween. In fact, I think that you, you want to name... All right, let's just air this out right here. I wanted to name the show Wieners and Losers. Right. And you want to call it... Wieners and Boozers. But when you first pitched it to me that way on the phone, you didn't do that inflection. You said Wieners and Boozers, so right. I thought it meant people who drank too much. Right. Um, you gotta, yeah, you do have to You have to inflect it properly. Here's my concern with the Wieners and Boozers. It, it's too... I, we criticize... Other writers, if we're writers in this case, uh, like in the context of commercials for kind of like putting too many jokes at once. We're putting a hat right? on a hat. Exactly. Like wieners and losers is very clear. Or I'll even go with winners and boozers. But I feel like wieners and boozers were so far from the original of either that it gets lost. No, the only the one exception to the not putting a hat on a hat rule is the titles, the episode titles of After These Messages shows. I see. Because you want to play. You can never have too much wordplay. I disagree. In a After These Messages show title. But I did tell you that um, I we will call it Wieners and Boozers. It's the exception that proves the bool. <laughs> see? If you do it enough, everybody gets there. Did you say, did you say rule or did you say ghoul? I said, Booerns. Because <laughs> if you had said the exception. That oh, that proves the, the ghoul. That Damn it, you're right. That oh, fuck, I left that good. on the field. And that that's why I need a new collaboration partner. Also, we'll check in with you guys when we're done bickering. Um, they say that bickering is good for our numbers. So we're going <laughs> to bring out a lot of discontent in the show lately. Uh, we'll check in with you guys, the ad council. I saw that we got an update uh, from somebody about the Skittle Pox actor. Yep, thank he, you. He was mentioned because he was a he was a child actor when that Skittles Pox commercial. Yeah, now he's aired. a potty mouthed adult. That's right. We with learned a that. A few acting credits to his name. Anything else in the Ed Council worth noting, or should we just wait till we get to that segment? Uh, yeah, one one really fun one that that brought back a, a childhood favorite for me. So uh, oh, we'll okay. get to it. All right, sounds good. Let's start with you say it. Wieners and boozers. I did a um, Halloween radio special a couple of years back, so I was looking for all kinds of Halloween-related music. There's plenty of it out there. The Misfits, you know, punk band from yeah. the 80s, uh, Glenn Danzig's first band, uh, has this song, Halloween. This oh. is not Glenn Danzig. Yeah. And this like a I, I this band or yeah the the band is called Popsy Cole. It's like very twee. I think it's like an or you know it sounds like an organ band or something like right. that. Doing this really cutesy cover. I mean some of the lyrics in this are really dark too. Dead cats hanging from trees. Yeah. I remember Halloween, but hearing her sing it is just so sweet. When did this get cover get made? You know. Uh, I'm gonna say the last ten years or so. Yeah. I do love this, um, although I think last time we did a Halloween-related show, I promised you a Break little bit it of this. I was ready for my I was ready for you to protest, so I had this. I had this in the chamber just in case. And to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, "Tomorrow, my son, you will be 
of man. What's a nice the time to join the Wolfen clan? Tomorrow intro's longer on this than I remembered. Well, this is like the. They, this is all they shit they play on the on 30 Rock. Werewolf <laughs> spooky, scary. Wolves becoming men. Men becoming wolves. All right. Let's talk about this. Is the Halloween commercial that has caught my eye the most? Maybe it just has to do with whatever channel I've been watching. Because uh, I think the premise is really cute. Although I gotta say, I was very misguided about the commercial <laughs> uh, for reasons that maybe I'll tell you in a second. Uh, it's for Walmart, it turns out, and you have a bunch of kids uh, kind of in a Halloween den somewhere, post trick or treating, and there's one girl with a big Hershey, like a classic Hershey's chocolate full bar. size, full Which, size. As everybody knows, is the you know key to Halloween. Yes, that's the yeah. those are the uh the very special ones that were the houses where they do the full size candy bars. And there's um there's a bunch of people kind of looking on. It's almost like a, a a poker raising the stakes sort of scenario as far as the tension in the room. Right, and it's it's a they're having a haggling. They're having like a yep. trade situation. That's right. And so there's a, a little boy who keeps on pushing. They're wheeling and dealing. He's pushing all of his candy. He keeps on. He's got all this candy arranged and he keeps on adding to his pile until he can get to something that she's willing to trade her Hershey's bar for. What do you got? She holds up her full size Hershey's bar. She's unimpressed. And then finally, he puts enough in the pot for her to make it from to make it worth her while to trade. Now you know why I was confused about this commercial. You just saw that her, big Hershey's bar, and everything else went out the window. I thought for sure this was a commercial for the Hershey bar. I mean, I don't know how many times I saw this, and I guess I'm just not a very good TV watcher. <laughs> well, you picked the right profession, yeah, right across the board. Um, and uh, I just thought it was like the whole point was. Nothing compares to a classic full-size yeah. Hershey bar. It's a reasonable premise for it for an ad for Hershey's. They show a lot of other real candy in it. That's why I was like, it's so astounding that they're showing other real candy brands in it. I remember even having like part of my lizard brain was kind of like, huh, that's funny that they would actually show like Reese's pieces and Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, and then I was like, well, maybe they're all for this. Maybe they're all made by Hershey. And but then I'm like, then you're shitting on your own product. No, no. It's for Walmart, dude. It's for Walmart. Yeah. Where pay, they sell all the candy. Pay attention. It's a 30 second ad. <laughs> it, well, is this a failure of Andrews or a failure of Walmart? Uh, well, I mean, they say Walmart all over this thing. I mean, I don't <laughs> They're know. They're like, what else can we do? <laughs> right. It's right there. I don't know if this is interesting, but it did make me curious. So I paused the screen so I could like take it in several different places so I could get a Yes, I see you've taken a very... Replete candy inventory. You know the here. funny thing is, I paused it so I could find a list of all of the different candies because I wanted to see if they were all Hershey brand uh, candies. And then I realized at one point, along the side of the actual commercial on iSpot, they list <laughs> every single candy that's in here, um, and they're not all Hershey. I almost considered making this a quiz, but we've been pretty quiz heavy lately. Reese's cups. And yeah, pieces and I'm not going to know things like. Spangler Candy Company. I know, which I was super happy to see. So you got Reese's uh, Pieces, Cups, Almond Joy, Milk Duds. Those are all Hershey, Hershey, Hershey. Kit Kat is Nestle. But then you have those classic double bubble, individually wrapped bubble gum things that have not changed since my youth. The ones that are made of like old chunks of concrete. Yes, exactly. Made by Tootsie Roll Industries. Hasn't been acquired. I was amazed. How is that possible? So many of these other ones like Hershey. Tootsie Roll Industries is a standalone candy Mm -hmm. company? Yes. And I I, I double checked that. Where are they based? Because I figured that Hershey's and Mars and Nestle would own everything. In fact, I was surprised that um, Almond Joy wasn't a Mars company because it seemed like Almond Joy and Mars were... uh, advertised together for a while there maybe i'm no it's almond joy um and um almond joy and the other one that doesn't have a nut because sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't wow, and when that you worked. don't feel like a nut you get the one that doesn't have a nut <laughs> which is called in a certain way the commercials really worked on you in, this in a certain way, way they did that one may be on me though I well like. this is really old though right this- they both have coconut in them Almond Joy and Mounds. Mounds. Not Mars, Mounds. Almond Joy's got nuts. Now, because I like an Almond Joy. Mm-hmm. Because 
I think it need you need the the nut. I th- I find like the the mounds with just the chocolate and the coconut to be too sweet and too like too squishy. Mm-hmm. I like the structure of the nut, but you don't like nuts. No, and I don't. I like mean, you coconut. love nuts. I I love nuts, but I don't like nuts in my candy yeah. or my cookies, and I don't care for coconut that much. So you know so what? That's a no go for you. I don't want either one of those damn things in my trick or treating bucket. Get him the hell out. M and M's Mars. Coconut is so divisive oh really don't you think i don't i know that i don't like it but i don't like a lot of things people either i think they love it or hate it it's the texture that they object to skittles made by mars dum dums spangler candy company a company based in ohio a small little company is still making those dum dums which i love the the little suckers cabbage patch kids those aren't good those are like the trash candy yeah i mean they're not the best but you get those in the Necco having... wafers. They're just like. Ooh, I love. Oh, no, no. I don't care about the Necco wafers either. What, are, what think... are the little cookies that are wafers or little rectangles? Little cookies that are rectangles. That are wafers. I don't know. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I was just happy to see. you made that up. Did some like weird person in your neighborhood make that every year? It's just like a homemade no, thing. No, no. You've had them. The little cookies. Forget about Halloween for a second. Just little wafer cookies that are like three layers with a tiny oh. bit of cream inside. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. There's wafers. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Thanks, Professor. I was All right. picturing something else. I was picturing like a square. <laughs> like a little piece of like shortbread or something. You just wanted me to stop naming candy companies. I'm trying to engage here. <laughs> let's move on to let's move on to Geico. I'll talk candy all day. <laughs> I did. That was my mistake for bringing cookies into the equation. I mean, that was unfair <laughs> to you. You're, you're in a different brain space right now. So I would like to hand the reins over to you, though. So let's talk about Geico a little bit because they have... I saw an article in Adweek listing two new Geico commercials that are in rotation, plus an old one they've brought back. But I count three new ones, and I'm wondering if one of these isn't considered a Halloween commercial. Okay. So um, the one that was not mentioned in Adweek was actually the first one I've listed here, which is the Witch Roommate commercial. You've seen that a few times, Many times. Yeah, I think that's – it's hard to argue that's not a Halloween commercial, particularly given when it's – that it's being released in the fall – uh, but mm-hmm. I like this one. I think this is, you know, it, you, it, Geico has such a rhythm to their commercials mm-hmm. now that, you know, I feel like I know instantly when they're doing the long run up to the big the big punchline, like it, whatever it is, whatever version of you might think this, but it's actually that, yeah. you know. Uh, I think this one is a good one, but it's again their their rhythm is getting very predictable. Definitely, this is the one with two young women. They are, I think, even talking to the camera uh, or somehow reflecting together about how they wanted a new roommate. Yeah, I think they're sort of direct to camera. Yes, and then um, here I'll just let them pick it up from here. They're in their apartment. She wanted a roommate who could help with the cooking, but she wanted someone who loves cats. So we got Chris Walda. And then you see in the kitchen, there's Griswalda, clearly a witch with black cats all over the place. Yes. And she's brewing something with that that uh, that steam. The coming dry out. ice the dry that's making, ice the, is making all out. of the like uh, the, the cauldron to bubble over. That's right. There are black cats all over the room. <laughs> and she's this haggard old woman in a full ragged black gown with the witch nose and everything. A true crone. Dinner's almost ready. But one thing we could both agree on was getting Geico to help with our renter's insurance. Yeah, switching and saving was really easy. <laughs> now suddenly, suddenly the witch is just, or let's say roommate, is suddenly, boom, in the living room with them. And she's, I think she feeds one of the roommates like a bit of her potion, right? Yes. And then the roommate immediately turns into a... Well, first she negs her and says oh, she needs, okay. it needs more salt, which I think is great. Like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's, she's about to get... Uh, have a spell cast on her but she's still got time to like put the lady down and um, she kind of turns into a cat like imagine uh, let's say a beefed up version of one of those Instagram filters yeah. where it looks like she's turned into a cat and I think she's already a cat when she says could use some salt Yeah. Um, and then her roommate starts looking at her funny because her roommate's now a cat and then she holds up a cat toy to play with her roommate Thank you all <laughs> good could he used a little salt. 
Visit Geico.com and see how easy saving on renter's insurance can be. Now, that's key. It says happy Geico-ween there. So clearly it is part of their Halloween. It is definitely part of the Halloween ones. I like how immediately the other roommate like just rolls with the fact that her roommate got turned into a cat and just picks up a cat toy. Yeah. yeah, And the roommate who's been transformed just like starts like (laughs) batting at it. It's it's got it. Like you said. It's got a predictable rhythm, but a good rhythm. Yeah. This is one of my favorite, I would say, in a while as far as cleverness. Because sometimes it, I feel like they also just rest on their format a little bit too yeah. much, and it's not that clever. Yeah, I think the performances were good. The joke is good. This one does less for me. Again, this is they're all labeled. They say Happy Geico Ween at the end, which I didn't even realize that until you pointed it out. I thought they were for Hershey's. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't like Geico Ween. I don't like ever, ever. I mean, listen, we're in the middle of a segment called Weeners and Boozers. So Let me tell you, I, I told you that's the exception that proves the ghoul. Okay. And <laughs> no, secondly, uh, I think if you check the tape that you'll find that is what I said. <laughs> um, and secondly, like we're having fun with the, with that being like a, a tortured wordplay but Geico Ween is just yeah. like it's just rough yeah and we're it's, gonna have another it's not one even coming it's not later. even wordplay it does it's not well, even the, a oh I guess they're playing off the O oh, Geico Ween Halloween I guess I mean it, it's so rough and it's and it it just grates on the ear this uh, next one is part of this campaign where somebody says, can you believe it? This is actually a new format for them, I think. New-ish. I mean, it's been around for a while. But I mean, year or so, right? Yeah, I guess As so. opposed to like some of those other Geico tropes, have just, they've been bringing the same ones out. Yeah, over I think and so. Over. I think it's one of the um, ones. So this one, you see a man and a woman, they're watching TV on their couch. It's nighttime, and Casper the Ghost makes an appearance. I can't believe it. What? That our new house is haunted by Casper the Friendly Ghost. Hey, Jill. Hey, Kurt. <gasps> Movies? Oh. I'll get snacks. <laughs> no, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on our car insurance with Geico. I got snacks. Ooh, I got popcorn. I got caramel corn. I got kettle corn. Right, right. Am I cool too loud? Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Happy geico Ween. Yeah, that one really doesn't do anything for me. One question I have, I didn't really watch, I don't really know Casper. I mean, I know, obviously, I know that there is a thing called Casper the Friendly Ghost, and it's all right there in the title. Mm-hmm. But is is, Casper's, is Casper the Friendly Ghost, is he supposed to be an irritant? No, I don't think so. Because I don't think he is. I think that's a departure that's from a like point. who the character is. Yeah, it doesn't, like, why is he annoying? He's the protagonist. It's like, they didn't know what to do with him. Yes, unless I am Unless I'm... Like you missing something, but you're right. Like, what is the joke? Why is Casper suddenly annoying? Yeah, and you know they've already done this joke, and they did it a thousand times better with young Peter Pan or oh, you know yeah. Peter Pan uh, right. class reunion as opposed to old Peter Pan, right? Because he is never still gets old yet to be made. I know we're still waiting. Uh, this other one is definitely new. Saw it written up. Um, it's called uh, Geik the Get. G- <laughs> That's what it's called. I don't know. I don't name these things. <laughs> they really do need to work on their naming. They really do. It's called The Gecko Explores an Old Attic. And you see there's some new homeowner. That that um, roommate one was for renter's insurance, right? Like they're really trying to right? push and then their the renter renter's and their insurance. And then the, insurance. the Casper one is home insurance. Right. And this will be another home insurance one. So there's a guy and he's clearly just bought a home and now he's exploring his new attic and the gecko is there interesting when they decide just to throw in the gecko i wonder yeah. what the yeah what's the logic reason is there maybe this guy just needed somebody up there but it could have been his partner or right. somebody right uh anyway he's up in the attic there's not really a great joke it's kind of a visual reveal they're both kind of poking around the attic and then at one point somebody flips on a light switch and this guy just sees like a bunch of very macabre things up in his new it's attic. mostly like mutilated mannequins yes which it's is pretty the, dark it is the it is pretty dark imagery yeah, that's half the fun of a new house. Seeing what people left behind in the attic. Well, saving on homeowners insurance with Geico's help was pretty fun, too. Oh, it's a tiny dancer. They left a ton of stuff up here. And the guy just looks from mutilated mannequin to mutilated mannequin, and well, everybody enjoy just your house. sort of freezes. Nope. 
Oh, thank you. Geico could help you save on homeowners. It's like mutilated mannequins having a tea party with broken. Sort of. I mean, it really has a. It really has a Buffalo Bill feel to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, feels more Beetlejuice to me. Oh, I I think you should watch. uh, Silence, Silence of the, of the Lambs. Lambs I have a few more times because it looks like Buffalo Bill's basement up there <laughs> but it's an attic yeah still it looks like Buffalo Bill's attic can we agree that if Beetlejuice in Silence of the Lambs had what a is, baby what, it would be what this. part of Beetlejuice is this making you think of it's an attic so much of the Beetlejuice action happens up in the attic. Oh, it also makes me think of Flowers in the Attic. No, but they bought it. The plot of Beetlejuice is they bought a new house. It turns out it's haunted and the ghost is in the attic. I know, but just visually it's not like Beetlejuice. But you're acting like I'm crazy for thinking that like the plot of somebody buying a new house and it turns out scary shit is happening in the attic is unrelated to Beetlejuice. Boy, I hope this bickering really is increasing the numbers because we've really been going at it lately. I just don't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't evoke that okay. for me. Um, I mean, they're really dark. But Alec Baldwin is in this commercial. <laughs> Gina Davis is right there. And the other one. And the other one. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, now, this is one that you wanted to talk about because this has been a Geico ad for a long time. It's not necessarily specifically Halloween. I don't even know if this originally came out around the Halloween times. Um, candy Christmas. <laughs> around Candy Christmas. Um, but it's more of a parody of a horror movie. Yes. Uh, this one has, I think it's been dormant for a long time, but it's back. And I remember when it, I remember noticing it when it came out because it is a pretty memorable story. You have uh, like three or four teens. Uh, they're very stereotypical horror movie, slasher movie uh, protagonists and they're running around and they're suggesting all these places that they could hide from some as yet unseen killer and they they pass up the most obvious thing which is to get in a running car and drive with all away. four doors open right engines running instead they like propose you know going up into the attic or down to the cellar or behind this wall of chainsaws exactly until finally they we see the killer who has like a hockey mask and a chainsaw but he looks he looks just exhausted with them. Uh-huh. He doesn't actually look that scary, uh-huh. which I kind of enjoy. Like, they could have made the killer more of a threat instead of just having him be, like, sort of our proxy. He looks Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, that's But yes, his eyes wise. behind the mask just, like, there's a bit of an eye roll. Yeah. And, like, he's and he doesn't have, like, a mask of human skin or anything. No, no. At, at least he's not, if he has one, he's not wearing he's not it wearing. in this scene. Um, and then at the very, very, very end. The I, trick is to build out the whole character. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> She's a working actress. Um, at the very, very end of this commercial, there's I named a, my character Walter. <laughs> there's... <laughs> There's a there's a tiny little joke at the very end that I like too. Let's hide in the attic. No, in the basement. Why can't we just get in the running car? You crazy? Let's hide behind the chainsaws. Smart. Okay, yeah, okay. If you're in a horror movie, you make poor decisions. That's what you do. Shh, I'm being quiet. Breathing on me. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. It's what you do. Run for the cemetery! At the end, you hear a scream, run for the cemetery. Several things. Uh, first of all, we should really just do some sort of a mental test on me to see how many details I get wrong in a commercial that I've seen a million times. The doors are not open on that car. Right. Totally made that up. The guy is not actually wearing the mask. The mask is this pushed up. This is like a highlights up. exercise. <laughs> exactly. The mask is pushed up and he's kind of like wearing it on top of his head like it's a welding helmet that he's revealed his I, face. It looks like a Michael mask. For oh, just okay, a yeah, second, yeah. you see it, and it looks like the Michael Halloween mask. Do we see it down before he raises it up there? Just, I didn't see he's it. moving okay. it as, as the camera moves to him. But, I I, but I'm pretty sure that's a Michael mask or something very similar. But that commercial did uh, come out originally in 2014. I'm checking the end here. They did not like throw Geico Ween in there yeah. to make it officially part of their new campaign. But... Um, it is interesting to see how they'll just kind of like go back and find something that's scary that sort of just fits the time. Yeah, I think that's that's clever. Mm-hmm. Here's one that's really been, got you they've been such They've been so big on like their catalog as a body of work. You know, they uh-huh. did like the greatest hits. They yes. had a whole thing built around that. Have you seen the follow-up of that? There's one now with a woman who's 
in the commercial right. and she's saying there's some j- joke or line about how she's like well this is what I get for winning the the sweepstakes or whatever right she wins and then you see a bunch of the sort of all stars of the of the Geico commercials the camel the gecko mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe the pig like some of like a bunch of the characters from a bunch of you know the other ads I think the caveman, maybe. Mm-hmm. And she's in a makeup chair, I yeah, think. Yeah, well, and how, she's like... How much of this am I getting wrong? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, it's it's like they're all in their makeup chairs, and we sort of, like, cut to all these different, like, Geico celebs. And she says something like, so this is what I get for winning or something, and she delivers the line fine, I think, for just being a rando person, right, yeah. who literally won the, the I mean, contest. it was take 137, but yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, do I'm you... I'm sure she was great. You're really angry at this next commercial for Value Village. I'm angry for a few reasons. The 90% of why I'm mad at it is I've had to see it a gajillion times. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be watching often on de- like on demand kind of shows. Like I don't know if it's Hulu or if I'm watching it on just like on demand through Xfinity. But it's where, you know, there's fewer advertisements. But it, they will show this ad. They'll mm-hmm. show one more. Then they'll show this ad again in the same break. Yeah. And nothing will make me more furious than to hear just the exact same sound over and over mm-hmm. again. And this isn't exactly the most pleasant sound. It's in not this a one. most. It's ACDC. I mean, unless you just are a huge ACDC fan. Um, You're the biggest ACDC fan I know. <laughs> you don't know a lot of people, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so... Let's just play the commercial, then I'll get into one of the things I don't like about it besides its frequency, which is not really on the ad makers. I'm sure they don't determine how often it's played. Okay, well, I mean, it goes by really quickly. It might even be a 15-seconder. It's just, it's like a family, but it looks like it's bigger than just, it's like a family walking out of their house on Halloween or trick-or-treat night. Yeah, so what you have is a, a mom, a dad, and two kids. They're walking out of their house in slow motion, um, to is it back in black? I know literally every ACDC song sounds like back in black to me. So I think it's Mistress for Christmas. <laughs> mistress for Candy Christmas? Yes. <laughs> a handy mistress, mistress for Candy Christmas. For those who don't know, there is literally a song <laughs> called Mistress for Christmas that is an ACDC song that is not on a special hard rock and Christmas compilation. It's just on one of their regular records. I think it's The Razor's Edge. I could be wrong about that. And I had forgotten about that until our friend Camaro Kev brought it up a couple of years ago. I'm like, that's right. I just have, I used to just be like doing chores around the house, listening to that on my Walkman any time of year, just listening to Mistress for Christmas. And it never occurred to me to question it. Uh, yeah, but you know. Anyway, that's I not the song in this. That's version. not the song in this one. Although, who can tell? Um, I so so you have the ACDC song, and then the mom and dad walking out in slow mo, and in front of them the kids. They're kind of it's like a fake paparazzi scene. So all their neighbors who are also they're in Halloween costumes. All their neighbors are in Halloween costumes, and they're sort of like you know taking cell phone pictures and like ooing and eyeing over this slow walk out of the house mm-hmm. it's very triumphant yeah. walk the mom is dressed as Khaleesi and you know the mother game of dragons of game of thrones the dad is dressed as a strip of bacon uh, he's holding up a frying pan full of eggs which is does bacon fry eggs yeah that's a good I, it's a little yeah. confusing um, the little girl is I think that's an Incredibles yeah character I wasn't able to come it's up with the it, purple yeah. one mm-hmm. parents I don't mm-hmm. know get at me and the little boy is, I'm going to say, a blue thing. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's a, a dinosaur, or he's not a dragon, right? It might be a, a it might be a blue um, triceratops. Oh, could it be? But it's got it's got wings, so it'd have to be a dragon. I'm almost wondering she's the mother of dragons. Maybe this is oh, like a she dragon. Has one dragon for a kid, but one incredible. For yeah, because it's not a dinosaur. Because it definitely has wings. And maybe I don't it's think the blue dragon of Daenerys. Yeah, she has the one that was blue. Okay. Right? I'll go with that. Yeah, and it looks like he's carrying like a bag that kind of. Oh, I think that was the first fire. one to get. Oh, spoiler! One of them gets. <laughs> okay, let me hit play on this. I think it's pretty quick. That feeling when you're Halloweening because you went to Value Village. You are the mother of dragons, after all. Value Village: thousands of vintage looks and brand new costumes, plus consultants to help you Halloween. Two things. First of all, you were right. It was a dragon. Secondly, I obviously misidentified that that Faco ACDC yes. song. I was going to say, that's a sound alike. It's a sound alike. That is. Which I we mean, have done a whole show on. I mean, that is a very, very close sound alike. Yeah. This is the original. 
Vegas. So I thought that this was It was so close that I've been yeah. hearing the back and black in my head the whole time. But, but like the little like Which the, is exactly what they want. That feeling when you're Halloweening because you went to Value Village. You are the, the little guitar licks are different. The notes, the, the even the main notes are slightly They're off. They're all slightly off. I would sue the pants. I would sue the pants off that dragon. Yes. Um, so, okay, add that to the list of things I don't like okay. about it. But here's my main complaint. The commercial really focuses on the mom, right? She's, it's mm-hmm. talking to the mom. You're the mother of dragons. You went to Value Village. You got all mm-hmm. these costumes. It's a really good Khaleesi outfit. Like mm-hmm. they're advertising in, in Value Village, like, and I guess all thrift stores now are like really leaning into their, uh, their role as a costumer for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they not only do they have you know the normal stuff that you could use to make your own costume, they have a lot of store bought costumes now. And so a lot of what they're wearing, everything that they're wearing pretty much seems like something that was like out of the box. Out of the box. Yeah. And so she's wearing like a very complete Daenerys outfit. And my question is, and I will say, spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about the end of Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen it, don't want to be spoiled. This is your warning. The end of Game of Thrones turns her into a really serious villain. Like, no bones about it. It she She is... A, a murderous tyrant who has to be killed and deposed. I guess not in that order, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, she becomes, and you know, you can argue that that was that the show did it well or poorly or whatever, but like that is what happened. She became the villain. And I feel like this commercial is positioning her like season three Daenerys or something. And I, my point is, that's wrong and weird. <laughs> well, would it make you feel better or worse if I told you this commercial came out in 2018 before that finale uh, oh, aired? Oh, interesting. So do you think really the argument here should be then make a new commercial except, you know, I'm sure budgetary reasons. Do you think that the, that. The, the value village people were like, oh, shit. Now that I do wonder. I wonder. Well, I'd like Elizabeth Warren, like she said something like early early on after she declared like somebody asked her some game of thrones thing and she was talking about how daenerys is a role model right so i would imagine being like you know but again that's some real world serious stuff talking about a silly tv show i don't really think that that's gonna hurt the i don't think that she doubled down on it later (laughs) like yeah i got a plan for destroying westeros but um uh i don't i don't know if the people in value village really give enough of a care well, I think that... I don't I, think they would have made it today, but yeah. I also don't think they care about rerunning it. Well, I care, and I don't like it. Uh, and also, but what about re, what about number four that we haven't gotten to? Or maybe this is five on our list, Hollow Winning. Oh, yeah. I am really turned off by the whole, like, you're winning the internet, or you're winning this yeah. conference, or you're winning Halloween. Right. Yeah, no, it's irritating. I agree. Yeah, I've, I've always hated that Anything kind of that's like a hashtag yeah. in normal speech is not great. Yet, you also love wordplay so do you you don't like the hollow winning doesn't win you over it doesn't wean you over <laughs> it does not wean me over you say boo to that <laughs> yes exactly this next one i don't think you know about because i didn't know about it uh actually i'd be interested to know have you seen anything for the ghost whopper you know what's on funny TV? i haven't but i saw a headline about it today just sort of in the course of yeah digging around for things um so the Ghost Whopper. What is the Ghost Whopper, by the way? It's I don't know. Is it about? Is it involving? Is the ghost a reference to the to a pepper? Because I know there is a ghost pepper. I was wondering about. Or that. is it a reference to like when they did that black bun? Somebody did yeah, a black I bun a while that. ago. That yeah. was a scary yeah. cheeseburger. Um, I came across this because it was getting a lot of um headlines. I mean, it's exactly what you want. This earned media thing. This is from a local NBC station. Uh, Burger King has a spooky new offering accompanied by a hilarious promotional video introducing the Ghost Whopper. Um, What is it? It comes on a white cheddar cheese flavored white sesame seed bun, giving it a ghostly (laughs) appearance. We were really like stretching the definition of 
what ghostly means. Man. It's pale. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so anyway, that's all it is. The reason it's getting... White cheddar is the spookiest cheese. <laughs> all cheese is scary. <laughs> Actually, cottage cheese is the spookiest yeah. cheese, don't you think? I like cottage cheese, Ugh. but I'll agree with you. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Or there, kiss a spider, then eat cottage cheese. I closed the door the other day, and as, as soon as I, I like walked outside our door and I shut our door, you have to mm. kind of... Yeah. jam it shut to get it get it to last it's very secure yes um and as i did as i guess the the impact of the door made this big one of the, you know it's like the regular kind of spiders that are all around yeah. but like a big one like oh, the yeah. size of a quarter Oof. just like dropped down onto my hand which was on <gasps> the on the doorknob yeah and man i don't i try not to kill spiders because i think they eat the bad bugs and mm-hmm. you know the, you know it's this is the outside is their domain mm-hmm. like i'm not just going around killing spiders in the outside but man i couldn't kill that thing fast enough you didn't just shake it off your hand you killed it on your hand i didn't kill it on my hand i like i flicked you know i flinched yeah. and it fell sort of like it jumped over to the like door jam mm-hmm. and then i stomped on it the stomping was just an instinct at that yeah point. Mm. and then i i felt a little bad but a spider that size surely has reproduced by now. Yeah. They or were... maybe maybe it was about to have babies. That's why it was so big. Yeah, and then they poured out. Ah, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> back on track. Um, so the reason why this ghost, and now I hate to even play into it a little bit, but at least we are a, a podcast about commercials. Um, this ghost whopper has a promotional video with it people keep calling it a commercial but and it was like the ad week commercial of the day but it's actually a two minute video i'm gonna let's just narrate it as it goes along it starts off with a kind of a man on the street style production would you want to be a part of a spirit taste test a spirit what test a spirit taste test uh no thank you this is a very unusual experiment now we're suddenly inside. It looks like there's some people around, like it's kind of a seance kind of table. And one of the people there is clearly a medium. He's got long hair um, and a beard. And he's talking to three people who look like they accepted this challenge. They were the people on the street. As this commercial goes on, those people will be kind of swapped out and randomized, kind of like those Chevy commercials. Yeah. And I agreed to it because it would be very unusual. What is your name and what do you do? So my name is Riz Mirza. I'm a psychic medium and what is called a trance channel. A channeler is a person who is able to leave their body and allow a spirit to step into their body and use their voice to communicate. This particular location that you've been called to, the Hotel Alexandria, has a very, very deep and powerful history. And now we see a shot of the hotel, like an old ballroom or something, and it says, the West Wing closed in 1930 due to paranormal activity. They showed a screening of paranormal activity. Yeah, there. and it was so bad. Was they were so like, bad. this place is toxic for <laughs> right. ever. Would you be comfortable channeling spirits to taste test the ghost whopper? Okay, now we're back around the table. Uh, it's the medium with three of these people from the street, and clearly he's now channeling some spirit. I don't. Oh God, I hate this commercial. Yeah. Well, hello, Robert. Hello. Everybody looks shocked. My name is John. How are you, John? The situation does not have to be perfect he's by just, your standards. He's just rolling through these voices. This thing is a mess, by the way. From yeah. a production level, it doesn't know what it is. It's Absolutely. acting a little bit like a documentary. At times, he's talking to the screen. It's almost like, what was it? Was it the Heineken? We're going to bring like homophobes yeah. together with trans people through the power of so beer and marketing. So that we can learn that everyone's equal and both sides matter. Exactly, right. It's kind of got that vibe. Less infuriating on that, on that that from that perspective. But uh, um, all these different voices Why is voices this other hearing. dude... Yeah, one of the guys have a psychic experience. Yeah, one of the guys seems to be really into it. One of the people off the street. That's the first thing they it. tell you, like when you go in Colbert or whatever. Is like, don't try to compete with Stephen. You know, <laughs> don't try to compete with the medium. You're not the medium. Well, there's you're this, just a root. Well, he seems to just be opening himself up to the experience. He's sitting there, his eyes are closed, and he's holding his hands gently on the table upward, like he's, you know, 
he's not being cynical. Like I'd be sitting there with my arms crossed, eyes rolling. Yeah. Well, you would have been like that guy in the in the first scene who just said no thanks. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right. My name is John. How are you, John? The situation does not have to be perfect by your standards. It shall be perfect by the universe's standards. Now we see somebody's coming in and they're delivering a hamburger to the medium. That bun just looks raw. Yeah, it looks gross. He's taking a big, ugly, weird bite of it. We are feeling the energy of this. It is unusual and powerful. He's talking about the burger. Yeah. This everyone's just is. everyone sitting at the table is has a look on their face that reflects the feelings that I'm having, which is, why did I agree to this? Twenty five dollars is not enough for me to be here. <laughs> yeah, and and a free ghost bur- and a coupon for a free ghost whopper. Yeah. Now in a minute, something really weird is going to happen that I don't understand. I want to get it out of the way now because it's both the worst and best part of the commercial. <laughs> for some reason, so he we just saw him take a big bite again. This is kind of cut together Chevy commercial style. So in this instance, whatever ghost he's pretending to be takes this big gross ham- hamburger bite. Uh, and says some bullshit about the energy of the hamburger. But now he's about to take a bite of another one. I assume this is in a different scenario. And he throws the burger across the room. And then one of the girls, that's the only part of the commercial I like, one of the young women who's sitting at the table says, I would have eaten that. (laughs) She also speaks for me. We are feeling the energy of this. It is unusual and powerful. What is this here? A hamburger. It is filth! Oh, I want to be in it. (laughs) Get another! Now that is a burger. Then at the end, we just see a picture of the Ghost Whopper surrounded by a bunch of candles. Wait, is he going to put a button on the end of this? Did I eat that? Yeah. You had a bite. Oh, he just came out. He came out. He's himself again. Approved by 11 out of 10 people. That's kind of funny. It's a little bit of a joke. But like, why? That is so terrible. It's a hamburger. Then why does one of... Like, is it supposed to be... My guess is they actually tried to make this somewhat real and unscripted and have him throw it across the room. But, like, why did get it away from me? Like, what are you advertising here? Yet they're getting tons of earned media out of this. Like, uh. if you type in Ghost Whopper, you don't, it's harder to find the video. You just find a million news sites writing it up. It's terrible. Ad of the week? Ad week? Ad week. Come Ad on. Week. Ad week. Ad week. Shame on you. Shame on you for not letting me read your articles below the fold because I don't want to pay for content. Well, if you keep listing stupid things like this as your ad of the week, you're never going to get our subscription. We do need to... Uh, you mentioned this the other day, ad age and ad week. Now, we're always... We need to be responsible citizens, I think, and sign up for at least one of those, right? Is that the definition of responsible citizenry? Well, responsible... Like, I appreciate what both of those publications do right we pay for a lot of things as far as subscription services in our house we but do. don't you start to feel a little bit guilty to like trying to read between like the things like these it's are not guilt but it's just it's convenience like yeah. i literally can't you know get to a lot of content sometimes when i need to see it so but from a guilt standpoint like you don't like when you think about the fact that oh wow this is a publication that actually has a bunch of writers who should be paid to like, I figure, do the writing i feel less bad about you know, either stealing or just looking at whatever I'm allowed to freely get for publications that mostly sell to businesses because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. doing all right. That's interesting. It's not like a news, it's not like a, you know, a, t- a small town newspaper, you know, mm-hmm. but like I bet a lot of like fairly well-heeled corporations pay for the kinds of things that like, like businessy facing publications. Got a couple more commercials here. They're both from 2018 that are back. Do you care about them? Should we move on? 
Uh, was there anything? One of them is, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what a weird thing to say, right? I guess I got to. Do you remember this one with the kids? There's like a panel of four kids. It looks like they're literally in a garage somewhere. Um, and they're dressed up for Halloween. It's a commercial for Crest, the toothpaste. I don't know this one. Oh, I'd like to get your reaction. I remember seeing this last year. We are going to replace candy with some healthy Halloween treats today. Now, again, this is like, again, that kind of panelist, like almost Chevy style. Remember we did early, early on, one of of our first shows was on focus groups, you know, that that Chevy ad being a big part of it. So this is kind of like a a child focus group. We are going to replace candy with some healthy Halloween treats today. These are called veggie fruit chews. Mine tastes like poop. Mine tastes like broccoli. Yeah. Bring on the candy. Crest has you covered. So you can, they're trying to give the kids healthy treats. They don't want it. They turn into total little shits and scream, I want candy. Yeah. And then at the end, they just show a picture of Crest and say, don't worry about Halloween. We can You can brush help. away the sugar. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this for a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, uh, having a little kid, like, like kind of cinema verite screaming, I want candy sets my teeth on edge mm-hmm. to me. Like that is like the worst of children right there. Like okay. demanding something like that. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have kids in their lives who can, this is very relatable. Yeah. But it just like, it turns me off so much. She was cute. It didn't bother me that much. Like they're, they're in their Halloween costumes and they're trying to make them eat, uh, you know, healthy treats. Like I might scream. I want candy too. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would really, be... I feel like it me, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about that one? I'm not as mad about it as you are. I think it's kind of a dumb premise. I yeah. I could it never. Doesn't, it doesn't connect. It doesn't connect. I could never see another focus group style ad mm-hmm. in my life and it would, I would not miss them. Yeah, me too. Except okay. for the ones where they do a fake one. Oh yeah. Uh, with that, the kids. With the those kids. are, those are good. Those kids. are AT&T. I want to say they were AT and T. Yeah, they're sitting. Or there's like a, a a a guy, just like a spokesperson kind of guy, sitting at a children's table. He's too big for it. Uh, in like you know some sort of like playroom somewhere, or a preschool looking thing, and he's asking them questions about like is more better. I feel like that it? actor then went on to be on SNL, didn't he? Oh, he, really? He looks so familiar. Do we think that's AT and T? Can we look this up on the fly? Uh, maybe. Here, I think here I found it here. Uh, this doesn't get us closer to his name. Oh, it says it's featuring Beck Bennett. Yeah, is Beck he on Bennett SNL? is an SNL guy now. Really? I think. Yeah. I had no idea. Why is it better to get what you want now instead of later? Because you don't want to wait to eat your raisins. You don't want to wait to eat your raisins? No. Why not? Because they're turning into grapes. Not sure that's the way it works. Yes. Are you competing for cutest kid right now? Yes. And what place are you in? Kindergarten. That's adorable. <laughs> It's not complicated. You know, now that you say that he does, his face rings more of a bell. So he was on SNL, huh? He is currently, yeah. He's currently on SNL. No yep. kidding. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Just to finish this out, here's an M&M's commercial. This uh, started uh, last year, started airing last year. This is like a, po- it's actually the perfect one to end on. It's like a post-Halloween commercial. Um, we see the, you know, animated M&M's, the walking talking m&ms right. there's two of them and they're leaving the scene the of unpleasant red one and the dumb yellow one is that the two that are in this one i think is so. it always those two yeah i mean this one's been around for a long time oh it is so this is listed as 2018 but this is way earlier than 2018 they just i think so i i've there. definitely this is not its first season uh, okay. i want to say it's more than two seasons okay Anyway, they're leaving a Halloween party and they're glad that nobody ate them because, again, the cannibalism and also non-cannibalism of humans eating these humanoid large ass pieces of candy that they have social relationships with and sometimes want to F. Yeah. So weird. Anyway, they're leaving this party. They're glad nobody ate them. (laughs) Well, we made it through another Halloween without getting eaten. And this year was a close one. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, now we start to realize that the yellow one, though, is actually a ghost. Oh, that chill? I don't feel anything. Uh, this can't be and he kind of starts drifting away. And we see ghost. that there is a bite taken out of him in the back. Did you know that was J.K. Simmons's voice? 
Oh, the low one is J.K. Simmons. Yes, I think I knew the red one was Billy West, uh, a.k.a. Fry from Futurama. Oh, that's funny. I was going to say that it was John Lovett. I think it was for a oh, while. Okay. Yeah, Billy West is a is a Futurama voice and mm-hmm. I'm sure has done a ton of other work. And um, But J.K. Simmons, boy, I did not see. I, it doesn't sound, he's doing a voice there. So The only reason I wonder if that sounds familiar is I wonder if we've actually had this conversation on the show before. Your brain isn't broken like me and Luke's is, though, so I feel like you'd remember that. <laughs> But I, I am having a sense of deja vu about this conversation. Very possible. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, let's check in with the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, Veeves. Um, I don't even know what's in here today. <laughs> So why don't you take the reins? I will take it over. Um, we talked about, uh, we, or we heard from uh, our, our costume designer listener, and she said she had worked with the Skittles Pox actor, mm-hmm. uh, that he's now an adult. Um, and I just wondered aloud, who, you know, what's he doing? Has he has he done any work? Apparently, uh, thank you to listener David, who found out for us. Um, the Skittles Pox actor is named Jimmy Bellinger. And he's had some moderate acting success, according to his IMDb page. I took a look at his IMDb page. I would say moderate is <laughs> accurate to generous. <laughs> to generous. <laughs> um, but the thing that really stood out to me, and I want to be really careful here because I do not intend for this to in any way to to mock anyone with a disability. But he's in a he's in like a a made. I don't know if it's made for TV. He's in some. It must be made for TV movie or made for the internet. Um, that's like the true story, an inspiring true story of uh, a boy who was born without eyes, um, not just blind, but without oh, wow. eyes, and then becomes like a successful. He graduates. He, he somehow succeeds at his dreams. He like becomes a. He joins the marching band. I think that's like the big thing that he wants to accomplish. And he's a musician. Hmm. And that is an inspiring story, no question. Like, I cannot imagine what it would be like to face a hardship like that and to overcome it in that way. But the the lines and the line readings from the little trailer for it are, like, beyond parody. Oh, really? I mean, it's just, it's a cliche You don't have a link factory. in here, so I can't play it, right? If you click on that IMDb link, okay. uh, it should be the first thing that pop. that's, like, right there. You want me to play this? Yeah, it's a little, it's, a, it's two minutes, so okay. see how far you can get into it. What'd you say your name was again? Patrick. <laughs> Patrick Henry was born with a rare condition. He was born without eyes. And again, this, this medical book is it's a true story, so I'm not making fun of the real person. Yeah, I don't want to make fun of the real person either, or the, the very rare um, disorder, I guess disorder is the wrong word, affliction, but... This still feels like a uh, like a Mr. Show skit. Yes. Just in like the in the production exactly. of it, it just it's like a parody of this type of movie. Exactly. Three pages on his condition. It's gonna be okay. I like you, always have, but you're making me look bad. He needs you, and I need you. We haven't heard him. You know, yet, he may right? not be an athlete, but he loves music. The incredible true story. Does he have any lines in this? A few towards the end. I want to march. There he is. I want to march. Look, we can find somebody to push him through the formations. You have a kid who can't sleep, has all sorts of medical problems, a family that you're supposed to be leading. Get your priorities straight. Jimmy Bellinger has a real clunker of a line at the end here. Be progressing like normal kids. But I will tell you this. He will be everything. Oh my God! Give it up for Patrick Henry Hughes. It's not about what you see, but how you see it. It's not about what you see, but how you see it. It's called I Am Potential. Um, Again, to be clear. It sounds like the real person was amazing. It's but by, it's not about what yeah. you see. 
It's how you see it. It's also from American Family. I think it's like some Christian thing. Yeah. And so, and the fact that there's one line in there like, he's going to be good in the eyes of God. Yeah. I don't think she says the eyes of God. That'd be a little on the nose. But um, I am curious. They should have this- called that movie on the nose. <laughs> They should have called it the eyes of God. He was born with a nose. Uh, AFS, about us. Sorry, let me just, I want to explore this. But it, it, uplift, inspire, encourage. Yeah, for some reason their website isn't clicking through. It was begun in 2011 yeah. as a way to advance Christian worldview into an increasingly media-rich culture. As a division of the American Family Association, I'll bet you the more I click into these organizations, yep. um, the more I'm willing to shit all over that trailer. Yep. All right. Anyway, but I'm glad Jimmy's getting work. Yeah, good for him. Do they know how much he curses over there at the American Family Foundation? I wonder. That's interesting. I wonder if they have to keep it in check. Because our listener last week said that he's got a foul mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, thank you, listener David, uh, for the update on his career. Uh, this is from listener Jennifer. A little bit, another follow-up from a parent. Or I'm sorry, I don't think Jennifer is the parent here, but from someone who has experience with the LOL Surprise brand oh, of dolls. Oh, that's right. Which turns out was uh, inspired by the OMG dolls, which came out first, right? I don't know. I think it's all a... Part of the same thing. Part of the same thing. Um, she writes, In defense of the LOL Surprise dolls, several of my friends have kids with fine motor delays and pad the packaging of the dolls is fantastic occupational therapy that's also really engaging because what? there are surprises as they keep working oh that's interesting which is so nice to hear and I mean that is and the way like the one of the one of the big boxes that we I think we played the commercial for you keep unrolling it and unrolling uh. it and it's like a sort of a um, like an advent calendar, which I remember yeah. as a kid, you know, I mean, that's, it's a very satisfying thing. I, let me be clear. I get the appeal of unboxing things and having like, I, I love unboxing shit that I get from Amazon. Yeah, sure. It's one of my favorite things. I understand the appeal of opening a box and having a surprise in it for yourself or like, you know, a series of surprises. Um, and I just think it's great because, um, the kids can enjoy it for their fine motor skills, and they can also believe that it is for women that own a moving company. <laughs> That's right. I loved that from our listener last week. I've really been living in that world where they just mm-hmm. own a moving company. It's really been giving me, I think, a lot of a lot of my mental health back. When we see something we don't like in culture, maybe we should just think about what the most positive spin on it could potentially be and just see it in that way. Another way to think about it is when you see something you don't like in culture, you just tell yourself that it's the opposite of that and that that's the new true thing. And now you're fine. Uh, this is from listener Eileen. Um, so we remember the the, uh, the Jello commercial that we spotted a tiny baby Corey Feldman in. Oh yeah, you caught that. Yeah, I think I clicked on one randomly during the show that's for right. some reason. And you're like, I think that's Corey Feldman, and it sure was. I've it's no subsequently kidding. been confirmed. She says, I feel like you missed one. Yes, in the Jello commercial, it's Corey Feldman, but Deborah Lee from the Raisin Brand. You remember? The neighbor said, you're going to walk the Deborah Lee to school. Oh, mom, I don't even know that oh, dog. Oh, yeah, right, right, Oh, right. she's hot. Heck oh, yeah. I'm going to sit down and have cereal oh, with let's her. Let's have cereal. Let's have cereal with the hot neighbor girl. Let's have cereal with the hot neighbor girl is a, an actress named Helen Slater who had quite a little career. I think she's actually still oh. working. She was Supergirl in the 80s incarnation of that uh, mm-hmm. role. They had a, There was a TV show. She was in a movie that was with Christian Slater called The Legend of Billie Jean. Hmm. But... This is what was very exciting to me. She was the uh, ingenue in the Michael J. Fox vehicle, The Secret of My Success, wherein he is a recent college graduate uh, who goes to the big city, a.k.a. New York, Mm -hmm. and ends up in the mailroom working for his sort of evil uncle. And then he subsequently pretends to be an executive in that company, has sex with his uncle's wife. Oh, yikes. Wouldn't that be his aunt? Well, by marriage, yes. Yeah. Also develops a relationship with Helen Slater, who is, uh, who his uncle is also having an affair with. Oh, dear. Yes. And then he and the aunt. He has a type. It's very similar to his uncle's. Yes, exactly. He has a type. It's called his uncle's sloppy yeah. seconds. Oh, <laughs> I'll beep it. <laughs> The working title for that movie was Uncle Sloppy Second. Uncle Oedipal. Uncle or Oedipal. And then after all of that, he and the aunt 
con- contrive, and I think maybe Helen Slater gets in on the action, contrive to then do a, a hostile takeover of the company from the uncle. <laughs> and yeah, by the way, and the funniest part of the whole thing, after all that, the very funniest part of the thing to hold, the whole thing to me is Michael J. Fox looks because he always looked young, right? Like he could he played a he could play a teenager like into mm-hmm. his 30s. And he's probably he's supposed to be like 22 in this movie. He looks like he's barely crested puberty. Uh-huh. He's so young. And Helen Slater, who's very beautiful, is first of all, has about eight inches on him. And she just looks much more mature. She mm-hmm. looks like she frankly looks like the guy that the or the woman that the CEO should be having an affair with. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she's very glamorous, very like, you know, put together and corporate, that 80s corporate hot, you know, uh-huh. and at least in big, I mean, Tom Hanks is having a sexual relationship with like the hot corporate lady, but he looks like an adult. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks always looked yeah. like an adult. We know that there's a child in there. There's a child in there. But, but the thing with Michael J. Fox is the adult, there's an adult inside. That was the original the name of the big, <laughs> by the way. There's, there's a child, child in, in there. there. <laughs> that was made by the American Film Society. <laughs> American Family, Family Corporation. Yes. There's a, oh, there's a child in there. There's a child in there. Oh, man. It's, with Michael J. Fox, the child's on the outside. <laughs> and it's just really upsetting. So I just want you to play... And I, I'm fortunate I'm going to have to narrate this, but I just need you to see and I want you to react to it. I found this clip today of the first time Michael J. Fox's character meets uh, the Helen Slater character. Uh-huh. He's in like the big marble uh, like lobby of the office building and she like bumps into him and then says, excuse me, I'm going to go get some water. And she like drinks from the water fountain. And then he has this reverie, this fantasy that is bananas may i oh man yes wait that's her yeah so that's her yeah he looks like he looks like a 12 year old and she looks like she's 30 Uh, yeah at minimum i mean she looks great but she's like but she's not styled young no this is weird so she walks up she's like may i get some water they're making they're like weirdly eye fucking for no reason like hardcore eye contact Oh, now he's just watching the water from the water fountain touch her lips in a very weird close-up. Yeah. It's not even getting... It's the, this isn't the weird part, by the way. She wipes more, her lips. More eye-fucking. I mean, hardcore. Now? Like, what is she seeing? Like, you don't look at a child that way. Yeah, she's like, like are you lost? Do you need your mom? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you need me to... Like, do you have, do, should we find a policeman? This is what... Predators look like. All right. So you were going to say something or should I hit go? Okay. So now he like blink, he sort of like blinks or something or the music changes. And now we're in a fantasy and like everyone. Are, are there white horses on the beach? You know, it feels like that might have been an outtake. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's, he looks at her and now. She's wearing a weird ass prom dress. She's wearing like a, dress. A, pink, a pink strapless prom dress and just walking straight down an empty, the empty lobby walking straight down it. She's got like a Princess Diana vibe yeah. to her. He's he's staring at her. Again, this is all in his fantasy. They're the only two people in now, the room. Now, she's in the revolving door. He's standing there watching the revolving door. She just goes around and around and around. She's in the no longer in the door. dress. She's now in her business suit right, again. But just around and around in the revolving door while he watches. This is so bizarre. <laughs> and then she vanishes. And now, again, he was in a crowded lobby. But now apparently it's back to reality. But he's just been standing there for hours. He walks out of the empty lobby by himself. Yeah, now it's still empty. So is he just? Is that just like a? What is, is he happening? Still in his fantasy at the end. It's unclear. Also, you don't see adults using water fountains that much these days. You'll have like in a lobby like that, you might have a place where you can fill up your water bottle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that is definitely water weird. fountains are a little gross. But is that hilarious? That is weird. Can I play for you? Can I play for you? <laughs> something that I've told you recently on the show, and this is a bad thing to admit because we should be here for the listeners, but a big part of this show is me just trying to get reaction out of you, I realize. And once you realize that, it kind of opens up things. Um, for whom? I don't know, me. I got a text message from our friend, 
Nicholas Jarin, who has been on the show, has even co-hosted the show. Yes, uh, even with hosted Rosen. the show. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, hosted the show with Rosen when uh, you and I were out one time. He sent me a uh, text message with a video included, a video from Twitter that he just said, relevant to your interests. Now, when I hit play on this, it's not going to be funny to the listener at all because it's a visual thing. But I want to see if you think this is funny and if so, uh, and also if you can describe what you're seeing to the audience. She's still the one for you. And Cialis for daily use helps you be ready anytime the moment is right. Cialis is also the only daily ED tablet. It is the iconic scene from the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix when he's in his red suit and he's fully jokered out and he's dancing down the stairs. Watch this part in particular. There's one moment where he does a dance move. Recast as a boner pill commercial. So it's the audio of a Cialis commercial just over top of of nothing other than the Joker dancing down the stairs. At one point, he even does a lewd kind of dance move sort of right here. Medical conditions and medicines. And ask if your heart is healthy. Do not take Cialis. He does like the pumping motion. <laughs> ask your doctor if your heart is ready for sex. Take nitrates for oh chest my pain. God, this may cause an amazing. unsafe drop in blood pressure. Do not drink alcohol in excess. Side effects may include headache, upset stomach, dehydrated, or muscle. To avoid long-term injury, get medical help right away for an erection last more than four hours. If you have any sudden decrease or loss in hearing or vision or any allergic reactions, see like our, they put at the bottom CR added golf digest. Stop taking Cialis and get medical help right away. Ask your doctor about Cialis for daily. Oh, that is some great juxtaposition. Will you post that to our I Facebook will. page? That is phenomenal. That makes me. That makes me laugh so hard. I, I really liked Joker. I've, t- I've talked about it on this show before. I liked it a lot. I think the fun, the one thing that was in any way sort of missing from it or that I kind of wished was that when he becomes the Joker, when he fully self-actualizes uh, for good or ill, that there had been more funny bits yeah, to it. Yeah, we're all like, waiting for that. Yeah, like something that's that even if it's cruel, it's funny, you know, mm-hmm. that's intended to be... Uh, like to make you gasp and laugh in shock, and like the, the like the death buzzer from 1989's Batman, or the um, the death pencil, the dis- from disappearing the 2000s. pencil, yeah. exactly. I mean, you know, like, and I think that that if it, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> somehow that completes Joker for me. <laughs> anyway, check it out on our Facebook page. We'll put a link to the actual tweet. That paid off. You can't sell anything. <laughs> CR added golf digest. Somehow, I don't know why that's the funniest part of that to me, but it's so perfect. It's perfect. All right. How can people get at us? They can call us at 607 444 5597. We didn't have any voicemails this week. So no. Please, you know, we didn't have any emails either. Please get at us. Uh, Are you guys yeah. Out there? Email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Uh, there is plenty going on in the Facebook group. Welcome to our new okay. members. Great to have you. And um, yeah, we're we're any we're everywhere. We're we anywhere are. and everywhere. We're everywhere you want to be. Well, as long as where you want to be is Facebook, Gmail, or a phone call. Yeah, a lot of people want to be an email. A lot of people want to be. People are like well, email. That's where I live. <laughs> That's my space. No, wait. That's my space. All right, guys. We will talk to you next Tuesday. Can't sell anything.